Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast, where we experience and explore everything that makes small towns great. I'm your host, Abby Graves, and today we're talking with someone who I am super excited for. Jen Kroska is opening a new dance studio here in the St. Cloud area. It's going to be over in Waite Park. It's called Encore Dance Studio. Now, I've been a dancer pretty much my whole life. As far back as I can remember, I did Just for Kicks starting at the age of three. Did that all the way through high school. I even taught for a year. And then when I moved to St. Cloud, it just so happened to align perfectly with a dance studio for adults opening up Revolver Studios. And they offered burlesque and chair dance and yoga classes and just everything that my body was craving after being without dance classes for a couple of years. So I got really involved with that community. And that's where I met Jen because she taught belly dance classes there. And we were all part of a big performance a couple times a year. And I've just always admired the way she teaches her classes, the connection she makes with her students, and just her love and passion for sharing her dance knowledge and her dance skills with the world. So I'm so excited that Jen is taking the leap and opening a brand new dance studio here in the St. Cloud area because I think it's something that is so desperately needed. And we'll get into that more with just how receptive this community is to dance and adults who want to dance. And I think it's just great that she's going to be offering this service once again, because we've been without it now for a couple years. So I'm really excited to have Jen going out on this new endeavor. And I'm really excited that she took the time to talk with me about it. So please enjoy our time hanging out with Jen Kroska, aka Ziva Azul, for all of you familiar with her dance work. Okay, so we start every podcast. I make people tell me their name, where they're from, and what they do. So go ahead whenever you're ready. Okay, my name is Jen Kraska. My dance name is Ziva Azul. I am a St. Cloud native, born and raised here, been here forever. I took a little hiatus to Monticello when I got married, but I'm not a commute person. That's when I realized what road rage is, road rage, and... Yeah, I'm not a commute person, so I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been back for a little while, right? Several years. Yeah, I think I'm going on eight. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and my family's here. We're pretty close. I mean, my brother lives in Forest Lake. He's like the farthest away. So we're all like right here and... Even leaving and coming back, some things are the same as when I was growing up and some things are not. So there's that adjustment time. But it's a nice, tight community, so I do enjoy it. If you didn't, you wouldn't be back. That's plain and simple answer. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My, you know, I work here. I go. My kids go to school here. I went to school here. So, yeah, there's just that history. What that... what school? Do I dare ask? I know there's, like, rivalries and stuff. <laughs> I'm a tech alumni when it was by Lake George, and both my daughters are Sock Rapids. Okay, gotcha. So let's get into your dance background, because that's how I know you, as we met through uh, Revolver Studios when that was still open in the St. Cloud area. So give me a little bit about how you got into dance and then how you got into teaching it. So I, back in probably 2001, 
there was an offer through community ed for somebody teaching a belly dance class. And I have always been just intrigued by that because it's different. It's, you know, mysterious. And I thought, Ooh, that would be kind of fun, but I don't like to do things by myself and nobody wanted to go with me. So I wasn't going to go. And then I left a very toxic, abusive marriage and that class made me feel so empowered, so good about myself. And I just thought, I love this. I need more of it. And how come people aren't doing this? <laughs> so I did that class and then she left town and there was nobody else around. So I thought, well, I, I still want to do this. So I searched online and I found a mentor in California who certified me through her Goddess Life series. And in 2008, after I had my second child, I began teaching and I created Radiant Moon Belly Dance. And that was just the beginning of the journey that I didn't even know what it would be. <laughs> so... Before we get too deep into that journey, what was the certification process like? How did you go about even finding a mentor for this? Because this is the early 2000s. This is like baby internet stage. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really hard. There is a nationally known school in the cities called Cassandra Shore School of Dance. However, it's not like I could freely go to the cities once a week for a couple hours at night it was something that I had to find that was flexible with my working mom schedule. So I just Google, thankfully we had Google <laughs> and just kind of felt out who I connected with as far as what I found as my mission for body empowerment made me feel good as a person, as a dancer, because I had, just had a baby. I wasn't in any perfect shape, you know. So I came across Dolphina and I just love her vibe and what she stood for and how every woman was a goddess and just embracing your curves regardless of what they may look like. And I just identified with that. So I reached out to her. I got bought her entire series so that I could learn it. And subscribed to her newsletter. And then she reached out to me and she's like, Hey, I'm doing this teacher certification. I'm like, yes, I will. Yes. <laughs> so it was all online doing um, a phone call because FaceTiming wasn't a thing then. <laughs> so it was just all emails and telephone. And it took a year because I was, you know, had a new baby. So it took a longer time than normal, I think, but it felt good to accomplish that. And then I brought that to the community, which felt even better. And that created my teaching journey. It was really kind of a gift that you gave yourself that you in turn turned into a gift you can give to other people. Exactly. Yeah. And I just like, I consider myself a forever student because with times changing, there's always something new to learn. And I'm a forever teacher because I just want to bring that feeling to everybody. And so cool. So you've been teaching more than a decade now. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. 
Yeah. So I started off in Monticello through community ed and then in Annandale. And then when I moved back to St. Cloud, I went through Sac Rapids, St. Cloud, Sartell community ed. Then I found Studio Jeff, the ballroom avenue. And then Scarlett decided to open up Revolver. And I'm like, yes, I want to do this. And that just opened up a whole new avenue for the dance world. That whole Revolver Studios system, having that in St. Cloud, it wasn't here as long as I think any of us would have liked it to be here. It was just such a gift for the time that it was in our presence and available to us as students. I grew up dancing in Just for Kicks, so I did the high kick. I did a little bit of hip hop, taught for a little bit. And once you become an adult and you're not doing dance anymore, you don't realize how much you miss it until you don't do it. It's right. just such a joyful act. And moving your body in that way is such an expression of your inner self. And once Scarlett, now with Davey, opened their studio, it was just so nice because you're surrounded by a bunch of like-minded people all working towards the same goal, giving us all an opportunity to perform and create art. It's just such a gift. Yes. And then we had COVID. So like Studio Jeff decided to close. They revamped into the studio, new owner, new concept. So it's still for creatives, but it's just not the dance space that it used to be, which happens. And Revolver became Lucent, which then closed. So there was like nothing for us adult dancers who want to dance. There was nothing. And at first, you know, I kind of got just busy doing my own thing. And then I came to realize that I really, really miss it. And the community really missed it. <laughs> so when the opportunity came, I just thought, do I want to go back to a corporate nine to five job? Not really. No, I'm better under my own direction. <laughs> and you're a creative too. So like putting you into a box, that's just so hard. <laughs> it really is. So I found this space, um, tried the nutrition club route, which is a good thing, but the location was not very well populated for that. Not a lot of foot traffic. And I thought, well, heck, my passion is truly dance. So I converted it to a dance studio and now it's Encore Dance, which I feel is perfect for those that want to come back to dance after years, want to start dance after years or keep dancing as they age because there is the last curtain drop, but there's always one more dance. <laughs> <laughs> there's always an encore. <laughs> that is so exciting. So how has the process been from converting to a nutrition shop to a dance studio? Has there been a lot of big changes that need to be made to your space? Thankfully, no, um, because there was a, a large seating space which became the dance space. So that was basically just repainting to what I wanted it to be for dance and um, adding some mirrors. I was mentioning before I had a delay um, because the mirrors that I currently have in it, they don't make that size anymore. Oh no. And I'm like, well, now I have to remeasure where I need more mirrors to decide, do I want to go bigger, smaller, what? So <laughs> yeah. Important and decisions. It is, yeah. So I don't have a complete dance space with all the mirrors where everybody would be, but it's functional the way it is. So that's still a good feeling. 
The hardest part was probably gutting the kitchen area and getting rid of like the sanitary sinks and covering the piping. And that's been the probably biggest delay is getting rid of that. And um, I actually just got some of the piping covered. <laughs> so now I really kind of feel functional. <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of like a tripping hazard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have my nice little lobby space. And, you know, I wanted to take out the counter that they had, we had for the grant. Um, nutrition space, but it's kind of like a nice barrier and it just, it works well with the space and the vibe. As long as it's not in the middle of the floor, I think you're good to go. <laughs> no, I think I'm good. <laughs> and it's low enough that it could be perfect for if I threw something down from the ceiling, it's a nice photo drop. There you go. Full purpose. <laughs> I love it. So what yeah. classes do you plan to offer kind of right out of the gate when you open up? Right out of the gate, I am offering belly dance and I'm offering ballroom without a partner because that is one of the hardest things I found because ballroom is my other dance passion, but you need a partner. And it's so hard to find a male partner or even female partner that wants to do ballroom. So after my years of being a student at Studio Jeff, I've learned a few things. And I've taken classes from a native Colombian. So we're going to do ballroom, solo ballroom dancing. That sounds like so much fun, honestly, because we've all watched Dancing with the Stars. We all have at one point said, oh, how fun would it be to try that? But then you go through your roster on your phone. And you're like, no one is going to do this with me. Exactly, yes. Yeah, and after COVID, most places that offered ballroom where you would like change partners so that everybody had a chance to partner dance, they don't do that anymore. So I'm going to offer where you don't have to have a partner. That is so awesome. So how are you kind of structuring these classes? Is it going to be a drop-in system? Are you going to have like kind of a punch card thing going on? How can people attend the classes? Well, the punch card is probably going to be rolled out down the road. Um, I've interviewed two people for potential instructors because like I do have somebody from the cities coming up to do a chair dance class every couple months, but I want somebody on a consistent basis because chair was big here and people want it again. They miss it again. They love the burlesque. So I want to bring those back. So as far as right now, I will offer like weekly classes, like a series class which you do the entire series. And then I'll have some one-off classes, workshops that they can sign up for on their own for those classes. Um, but I'm going to wait till I get more instructors to really develop some kind of membership program or punch card kind of deal. Okay, but it's a thought in the works at least. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very cool. I am so excited for this to come back because we are part of a group on Facebook of previous members from Revolver, Lucent, and everyone is popping up in there all the time going, oh, I miss this. Oh, I miss this class. I miss these people. So it's going to be just so nice to have your new studio as a resource for us here in central Minnesota. Definitely. And I'm, you know, being located in Waite Park, free parking. <laughs> <laughs> Always a luxury. <laughs> it is. You know, unfortunately for some of us, that does make or break where you do business, unfortunately. So um, that is one of the luxuries is um, free parking. And I'm at a location by Anton's where there's not a lot of evening activity. So the parking lot's pretty open. 
So that's you're over in that uh, Anton's kind of mall area. Yeah, Riverwood Mall. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that is a great parking lot. That's one of the few in this town where I don't feel like I'm going to get T-boned every time I go into it. Exactly. <laughs> we just got to maneuver around right now. Well, and they'll get fixed. Yes, absolutely. The whole state's a pothole at the moment. Oh, goodness, it is. <laughs> well, I'm super excited for you. Uh, where can people find more information about your dance studio online? So my website is in progress right now. But in the meantime, I do have a Facebook page. And it is Encore Dance Studio. And then I do have an Instagram page, which I'm not super Instagram savvy. I'm learning it. So that'll develop. But it is Encore Dance Studio underscore MN. Okay. Both easy to remember. Yes. When do you plan on hopefully having your opening? So I'm going to be officially opening May 1st. And then I've got three. I've got like a veil belly dance class, a Latin moves class, and a shimmy workshop all lined up, ready for people to just come check out the space, experience what we can do there. Perfect timing because everyone is so antsy right now with all the melting snow. They just want to be out and about and doing things. Yes. Yep. Well, I am so excited for this. Yes. And hopefully, you know, when at least one of the two people that I interviewed will jump on board, whether it's May or June. I'll just be excited to have other class offerings there as well. If there are dance instructors that are tuning into this, can they reach out to you if they are interested in teaching? They absolutely can. They can either find Ziva Azul on Facebook. They can go to the Encore Dance Studio Facebook page and message me. Yeah. Reach out. Do it. Definitely. Because if you know how to teach dance, you got something to offer in a community that's hungry for it. Yes. And I don't have a degree in dancing, but sometimes life experiences and what you've learned throughout your dance career can make up for it. You know, knowledge, experience, and passion can take precedence over a degree. I'm right there with you. I went to school for being a radio DJ, so I'm a firm believer that life experience will get you a long way. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Everyone, please go follow Encore on the social medias. Be on the lookout for the website and get ready for grand opening this coming May in Waite Park. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be a blast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Abby. Thank you for tuning in to the Small Town Tourist Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Graves. Our theme song is Queen of Our Hometown by Rachel McIntyre-Smith. You can stream it wherever you listen to music. And be sure you follow Rachel at Rachel McIntyre-Smith on all social media platforms. You can find her online too at rachelmcintyresmith.com. You can find the Small Town Tourist online at the Small Town Tourist on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, on our blog, thesmalltowntourist.com. Please leave a rating and review of this podcast and we'll catch you back here next week for another episode.